He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. Neither the United States of America nor the world community of nations can tolerate deliberate deception and offensive threats on the part of any nation. I will make you understand. Hey everybody, I'm Tony Jones, and welcome to the Tony Jones Show. Uh, it's not enough. People are willing to take the risk. It's just sort of a, uh, a herd mentality, a lemming-like mentality. If you don't go with the flow, you're anti-American and therefore a suspect. The Tony Jones Show, featuring punk, rockabilly, psychobilly, and Providence, Rhode Island's finest, starts right now. He's a dangerous militia member, I hear. Oh, and there she blows.
friends, the time for mediocrity and broadcasting is over. My name is Tony Jones, and you're listening to The Tony Jones Show, your destination for talk and rock. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. George Garner. George, good evening. Good evening, as always. Earlier this week, we checked out what could possibly be a hot new venue here in our little town. That was pretty cool. We did, and uh, we have every intention of helping warm it up. Sure, because uh, the party we attended involved... Two of my favorite words, open bar. <laughs> Always a good thing. I somehow lost track of you by the end of the night, though, because I went in for a, uh, I was walking around and. Uh, you were walking, you, yeah, and I wandered in, uh, I was chit-chatting outside, I wandered in maybe 10 or 15 minutes later, and uh, you were nowhere to be found. Know. Somehow I woke up at home. That's what's important, <laughs> right? <laughs> that was a good time, though, and we're excited about uh, Simon's 681 here in Providence. They're really looking to uh, to book some great bands and. Yeah, first we have to um, help them exercise. As we were talking about uh, with the McGunks here in the studio before uh, we went on the air, first we have to help them exercise that ominous and depraved uh, reputation. That, now, right? now the, the people that own the place now, the people that own Simon 681, upstanding people looking to open a nice venue, but before they open the venue, um, let's just say that some some things went down at that building, and I'll leave that all to the imagination, but... Now maybe it's a new, you know, a new a new vibe, a new venue and people will forget about the filthy perverted things that happened there in the past. Well, they'll still hold those memories dear to their hearts, but <laughs> but they, but they won't let it reflect on the current establishment. <laughs> I hope that's how it works because it's going to be a great place. Where is it located, Tony? It is on Valley Street in Providence, not too far from a venue that we are all very intimately familiar with and that is the living room. So it's the back side of the mall, and then you can see the Coca-Cola thing over in the distance. So I think people know the area, and uh, hopefully it's going to be a great new venue. It is a tough time, too, because traditionally between New Year's Eve and St. Patrick's Day, people are kind of in hibernation mode, which is hor- it's a horrible time of year for going out, and it's a fantastic time of year for what we do here because people are home and listening to podcasts and catching us live, so... Either way, silver linings. It works out for us. We do have, speaking of people that stay just as busy as we do, George, we have the McGunks or two members of the McGunks in studios, gentlemen. Just the Bobs showed up. We have the Bobs. Just the Bobs. We had had two Georges last week. We have two Bobs this evening. uh, But you guys kind of have had a pretty, in my humble opinion, had a pretty big year opening for Reverend Horton. He, I believe, this past year you opened for the Super Suckers. Tell us what that was like. Well, they learned a lot from us, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were taking notes. They were taking notes. They, 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 they got autographs from us. I hope someday we can be like these guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, I hope one day we can be like just like these guys. Even Never how to do it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I pride myself on the fact that we have played on shows with the McGunks for many and many an occasion. We have never learned a thing. <laughs> <laughs> We've, a damn thing. <laughs> we've learned how to well, how to single handedly pack bars on Wednesdays and Thursday nights, right? Yep. It's uh it's not easy. Especially yep. in especially in in my neck of the woods. Because people are scared we were talking about this last week, is that people are uh, scared, as the kids say, <laughs> to leave their house because if you want to see a McGunks concert, chances are you go to YouTube, you type in the McGunks, and there's probably about 500 videos shot by Lisa Gorley. And then you see that, and you're like, oh, maybe I didn't want to go to a McGunks concert. <laughs> Unfortunately, we haven't had a chance, us and the McGunks, to play any of the smaller venues, which is kind of one of my favorite things to do is get into we gotta one of them. we got to do it. We've been, we've been talking about forever. I know. Going back to Broad Street and just uh, knocking a few walls down over there. That'd be pretty fun. And it's, get, it's, they got cheap beer. It's always great when, you know, you're here and your first person, the bar, first bar stool is there. Chances are they're facing the other way, but you know, it's always a good time. Yeah, and it's so it's so easy to take out an eye swinging a guitar, and yeah. <laughs> you know, one time I was playing the drums and it was a one in a million shot where my drumstick. It was at the Safari Lounge actually. My drumstick bounced off of my cymbal and hit this poor girl right right between the eyes and uh, she had like a kind of a, like a horn thing had grown <laughs> had grown out where uh, was it a regular bar fly from the safari cuz that might have been there yeah, yeah it was, it was already a horn <laughs> <laughs> yeah you hit me in my horn <laughs> you hit my horn what's wrong with you tony <laughs> you hit my good horn <laughs> the bugunks in studio you are listening to the tony jones show we're going to have a lot more with them because they have 
a, a very fantastic charitable event coming up, and you can donate money to that, and I want to talk a little bit about that. Everything else, plus Bob has brought his guitar, and the other Bob has brought his drumsticks, so maybe we can uh, get down to a little live appearance. But before that, actually, Bob, this Bob, here's a, here's a, a CD that is from 2001, yeah. and there's a young picture of you. In that book, <laughs> in that booklet right there. Yeah, yes, I was much younger. I was, uh, we'll, we'll say lighter. <laughs> I had but, uh, heavy metal hair. No, I had short, liked me. Yeah. No, I had short hair, and people liked me. Uh, it's uh, no, it's on yeah, um, when, yeah. when I was playing Meet the Press. Oh my goodness, I'm I know. Handsome. Isn't that jarring to see old pictures of yourself? Mm-hmm, so handsome. I'm, I'm very disturbed when I get to those. But uh, off of that very track, or off that very CD, we're going to hear a track from one of my favorites. He is. Johnny Earthquake with possibly one of my favorite Johnny Earthquake songs. It is Charcoal Bride right here on the Tony Jones Show. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the lion's den, temptations 
15 minutes past the hour right here on the Tony Jones Show. You just heard from Madness, House of Fun. Before that, you heard from one of my favorites and an all-around good guy, Johnny Earthquake, the Johnny Earthquake Band. That was Charcoal Bride. And I just want to mention, we kicked things off this evening with the Necromantics off of the album Brought Back to Life Again. That was Bloody Holiday. We kicked off things with Bloody Holiday. Do you want to borrow this for your... I'm just going to do this you know, on the air, but do you want to <laughs> borrow this for your show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think you, there might be some stuff on there that you would uh, yeah. would, would, would bode well for your program. Some non-FCC-friendly necromantics. Yeah. We were just talking about Johnny Earthquake, is that there's so many fantastic Johnny Earthquake songs, many of which I cannot play on this he, program. He ruins them. Yeah. He ruins them. He'll, he'll have a great, nice, nice rock like song. Almost like a pop, like a pop song. Yeah, and he'll just sort of word in it for, for no reason. It's like, Johnny, you don't need to do that. Well, maybe, maybe the reason is that he's maintaining his artistic integrity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, kind of like um, you know, back in the day when the Ramones recorded uh, somebody, put, somebody Put Something in My Drink, and um, it was the most radio-friendly uh, melody they had come up with in their lives, but they uh, named it Somebody Put Something in My Drink at the height of the Nancy Reagan era <laughs> and um so yeah kind of kind of artistic self-sabotage in a greater Almost cause a maybe self-fulfilling prophecy of why that song is not going to make it onto the radio <laughs> exactly the name for that. it's called tripping on your uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly and it. i do that all the time and, and i know you two guys do too uh, constantly <laughs> it's just a question of is it subconscious or consciously I think we do it to ourselves. That is actual that is a that is a fantastic question. Is it because we've George, you and I have been in bands with people before that seems like they just cannot wait to sabotage whatever that Exactly <laughs> whatever we, is going on. Yeah, we reach a certain level of success and yeah. It just seems like uh, maybe it is I don't know. as I, as I've uh, labeled it in the past uh, accomplishment guilt. <laughs> it's scary. The McGunks in studio, and um, well, you guys are going to do something that I have done in the past, and I can't do for health reasons. But that is, you will all be on New Year's Day jumping into the freezing cold water. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. <clears throat> Um, it's for the, the Punks for a Princess, which uh, has been around for a few years. They do... And, to uh, and Tony. And Tony yeah, Soli. And Tony Soli. Basically, sorry, sorry, anything Tony asks us to do, we'll do. Because we see how hard he works at his organization and what he does. And he's like, do you guys want... You know, you want like... Can we let you guys on fire? <laughs> we all, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you know, we will do it because we see how hard he works and how dedicated and, and, and he is. And it helps out good things. It helps out a wish come true, which, which I also volunteer for. It's helping out uh, this girl, uh, Angelina Rose, Rose Cox, who uh, she's diagnosed with SMA. So, uh, so a bunch of us are... I'm not even sure. There's got to be over 50 people by now. We're That's awesome. Gonna <clears throat> do, do the plunge into the water. Um, everyone's going to raise money. So it's at least $25 a person or two fifty a team. And, and we're hoping to raise more money that, after that. <clears throat> and then we're going to go to Marley's on the Beach in uh, Oakland Beach. Drink some beers! So I'm looking right now at punksforaprincess.blogspot.com if anybody wants to donate or they want more information on that. Now, are you guys, and I don't mean any disrespect whatsoever by this, are you guys plunging at o in the water at Oakland Beach? Yes. Oh, jeez. Is that bad? <laughs> well, uh, just beware of the chemical additives. No, that's fine. Yeah, but it's real close to my girlfriend's house, so it'll be... And there's less, a... Less Kent dry. County Hospital's not too far away. Yeah, so. They have a nice decontamination unit. <laughs> that's uh, well, we can all go to Iggy's after. And, uh, you know, I don't, mean to, I don't mean to slobber on you guys at all, but um, anytime, <laughs> anytime that we've had some kind of a charity event going on, uh, you guys have always been... The first band to step up, along with Narragansett Beer and, you know, all the usual suspects. So I appreciate that because we had a fantastic year for uh, a charity that whose name escapes me. We did a... Uh, we played Wounded, a... Wounded Warrior, Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project. Yeah, and... Uh, Not too bad. No, raised some good money. Yeah, we raised some good money. We had a band drop out. You guys were able to help us with that. And it, it is much appreciated. And it is it's good to see these, you know, for lack of a more sophisticated term, silly punk bands out there constantly throughout the year uh, doing charitable stuff. You know, my, my, only, my only concern in all this is that are we in danger of being sainted or something for, do, <laughs> for doing all these good works? I mean, what happened to the days when we used to have benefits for, like, lesbian horror movies funding and, you know, tattoo parlors that burned down? And That's true. We've done all it's of those. It's government, government, George. It's government. <laughs> I blame the media. 
myself. But. I blame the media. I blame radio shows. I blame <laughs> bands. I blame Christmas. I blame. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. You know he loves it. We can. Jiminy we can. Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> so I see that you President have. Obama. I see that you have your. Uh, your uh, guitar with you this evening. I do. Yes. I got to set it up. Want to play a live one in a little while? I will. We have well, to set it up. Before we get to this, before we get to that, I'm going to play some tunes, and I want you to tell me a little bit about. I had kind of you know, on the air because I'm completely uh, lacking an attention span or any sense of being professional. Had handed you a CD without just describing to the people listening what it was, and you had <laughs> said that check, to check out track 25. Because this really was, it's called Scene of the Crime, 24 bands recorded in 24 hours. And uh, I'm not wrong in the fact that that was actually what happened, right? That's yeah. not a gimmick. Uh, like the show 24. Yeah, we did this <laughs> uh, We did this back in 2000, I think it was 2000, 2001. We did it when I was playing with Meet to Press, and Pete had a good idea of having a, do a compilation, but a live compilation. So it's 24 bands recorded within a day. We started at, you know... 10 o'clock, and every band had one hour to do what they had to do. Went around the clock overnight, and bands kept coming in, shuffling in, shuffling <clears> out. <throat> and it was just, it was a really cool vibe. It was just, it was a good time. Everyone was, uh, it was a lot of camaraderie. Everyone was like really working together. Everyone was on the same page. It was a good scene at the time. So there was, so there was no moment when you said to yourself, boy, this was a really bad idea? <laughs> well, I didn't, because I, I was... Well, Pete, if you talk to Pete... Done. If you talk to Pete for me to press, he might, might have a different story well, about it. Be, <laughs> he, he was running like the circus. Cats. I was busy. Uh, I was prodding the animals along. <laughs> I was just, I was just rev, revving people Okay, okay, that, okay. that's why, that's why you had... I beer in the parking lot, George, is what I was doing. <laughs> gotcha. That's why you had such a good vibe <laughs> yeah, about yeah, the yeah, occasion. I, I thought it was great. I, Pete, you know, Pete's hands turning gray over it, but I, I thought it was great. But uh, the last band that came in was the Wonderlands, and they... Uh, it was a night of all just hard-hitting, you know, punk rock bands. You know, everyone's rocking, rocking, run hard. And the sun was just coming up, and these guys played played their tune. And it was just such a different vibe, but it was just a nice capper on the set. And it was, they, and they, at the time, there were young kids who were a bunch of 16-year-old kids. And the singer was a bit older. I think he was like 22 or 23. And we all thought they were going to be like the band in the area that was going to really do it. Because they had a really good sound. They were cool kids. They had a good vibe. And they, they knew how to write good rock songs they 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 were you know not pretentious at all and we were like wow man these guys just capped it nicely nicely and that very track we're going to play for you right now here on the tony jones show
own land right here on the Tony Jones Show. Off of the album The Plan, that track was called This Town, a band that uh, the McGunks are. Little, you guys played some. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. I haven't just... played them in a while, though. I think they got sick of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, you know, the, yeah, we have like two sides of us. We do the, you know, the rock side, kind of punk rock side. Then we have like a metal side. We kind of, they, they lean towards that, the, the hard rocking rock side. They're, they're the other side of us. I, think, I just thought they didn't like us as people. <laughs> oh, I'm I sure think, that's true. I think it was one of uh, you guys that toyn, coined the term, which I agree, don't mean this disrespectfully because I agree with it, but you guys coined the term geezer rock. No, or was man. that me? No? Nobody wants to? Uh, I don't think that was anybody here in the studio. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it was me then. No, I think it was the first person that saw the Rolling Stones on like, their <laughs> 1981 tour. Well, it depends. <laughs> so uh, the McGunks are in studio, a Tony Jones show listener favorite. George Garner is my co-host, and Bob and Bob have been kind enough to strap on their instruments. So what are you thinking? Do you want to do a... Listen, you two are okay. <laughs> you want to do a... Uh, my th- my th- my th- uh, Chris- it is Christmas in two days, so... It's Christmas, so we're going to do our Christmas... Uh, our Christmas words. Yeah, Sweet. Remember back when Christmas was dangerous, right? <laughs> when you got your crazy colors for your hair. <laughs> Santa Claus didn't have a long beard. Santa Claus and his long beard, right? Sway. All my fans we go, laughing all the way. Bells and bobtails ring, make spirit cry. Well, we're gonna sing, sing song Up with that, well, was it a request? Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> as far as stupid ideas go, it, it's jingle bells and it's social distortion. And I, I like social distortion a lot, but I think Mike Ness gets a little. He, th- he thinks he's. He, I don't know if you get a micro. Sometimes guys get a microphone in front of them, and they think what they say really means something. <laughs> and like he, he, that whole live record was like back when punk rock was dangerous, right? And, and then I would dance. It's like shut up, you dude. You got nine more of those fingers. You got nine more of those fingers. <laughs> it's like stop talking. Just, I would agree with the. Just was, play your stupid songs. That's was, what we want to hear. There is nothing worse than when a band gets too preachy. Yeah, and it, you know Bruce does, and they all do it. And it's like. Back, back, back down, and you know, <laughs> back down when we were coming out of the the cold waters of New Jersey, <laughs> and and then all that. I tell my dad, he said, you know, I'm glad you didn't make it in, cause and you're doing just fine. You know, <laughs> it all sounds like slap it, Joe, slap it, slap it, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the poster child for that though has to be Bono. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, nobody does it more obnoxiously than oh, no. he is. He is just awful. And but yeah. he's a nice guy. He seems like a nice man. <laughs> like he's all about he's all about world peace and doing the good. But he's just a douche. <laughs> <laughs> so from the uh, McGunks in live form to the McGunks in recorded form, here they are. I'm trying, I'm dying 
The Benedictions, right here on the Tony Jones Show, off of the album Play Devil Music. That track is This Old River, which, incidentally, they played in this very studio. A, uh, I want to say a few weeks back, but it was it was like months ago. It was memorable, yeah. though. I, were, I do remember yeah. that well. Good guy. I hope, I hope to have them back in the in the coming year. Hope they I mean, can, I was uh, like coming here because I hear great bands. That's why I like the band that we played earlier that you had suggested. I'm going to have to do the old, do a little of the old computer research and see if those guys are still around because that was some good stuff. And I've had that CD probably since it came out. And uh, one of the bands on there, the Los Filthies, they had given it to me years and years ago, and I had those never... guys were nuts. Yeah, those guys were crazy as hell. <laughs> I remember those guys; they do two shows at Safari Lounge, and some guys don't have guitar cases. I get that, you know, you don't always have a case, or you put it in a box. These guys would drag their instrument. Like, <laughs> the kid with the bass would be just dragging it behind him, to the and he wouldn't care. They'd show up, he'd knock the tar off it, and they go and they'd play t- tuning. They didn't. <laughs> ah, rock stars too, and with all those filthies. But those guys were—they didn't care, and it was a great vibe. Like you know, they just jumped in there and they played, and they didn't, didn't care what anyone thought. And it was, you know, what it's kind of going to be about. You know, you should tune once in a while. It, it does, you know. <laughs> they took it to an extreme, but yeah, but but they they were never far out of tune that bad. But <laughs> but yeah, they were good kids though. Yeah, that was a band where I had never seen the bass player change his strings. Even to the point where he was he was playing with me for a little while, and we had an endorsement with string where we got free bass strings, and I kind of diplomatically and politely said, "Hey, we have some free strings." Uh, he don't he donated them. <laughs> yeah, I think he I think he ended up uh, cashing them in for scrap metal. <laughs> you know, he was the same guy too that uh, he called me up one time in the middle of the night. He said, "Oh, he said I got wasted." I need you to come pick me up. So I'm like, all right, pal, you know, I'll come pick you up. Uh, where are you? There's a moment of silence, and he says, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, uh, and I'm sure you guys have had nights like that, right? Well, I usually know where I am. <laughs> yeah, I know where I am all the time. But I, I've had a former drummer who does that. <laughs> and I wasn't drinking at the East Ave Cafe with him this afternoon. <laughs> and you left him there, didn't you? And to pick him up, and then he goes home himself. <laughs> well, the absolute worst is when you know where you are, and it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> like, you didn't say when to pick me up. <laughs> so you guys uh, interested in playing another uh, in-studio? Yeah, we can do something else. <laughs> we can do something, uh... Play, uh... Hey, there's kids at RISD paying a hundred thousand dollars a year to learn improv, <laughs> to learn what you just did in. in did studio. they pay for this? I should get a job as a professor, <laughs> <laughs> professor, professor of bullcrap. <laughs> um, just make up what happened today. <laughs> the Randy Newman left foot, right foot. Yeah, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. A lot of songs. We're actually going in the studio um, early next month. We're supposed to go in September, but I got a concussion for a few months. So. That'll ruin things. Let's try doing a newer song. You want to try a... One for the road? Uh, there's not a whole lot of words for that yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... 
Was it? Uh, like a plane. Oh. <laughs> we'll play something we know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nice. Uh. Nice catch. <laughs> Much appreciated. We'll play something a lot. <laughs> Go to a track. We oh, suck. Let's forget this. <laughs> wait, wait. I got one for you, Tony. Hold on. Wait, if I had a dollar for every time I've done wait. that. Hold on. been the Tony Jones show We're on it right now Don't know what I'm gonna say Play a track <laughs> Wesley Willis made a whole career of what you just did But you right do there. know where you are right? <laughs> Yeah, we didn't prepare, we're awful We watched no. the Patriots game I played hockey That's uh, Was that what caused the concussion? Was he it was, a hockey? I yeah, and he's doing it no. again well, A 260 pound guy went at me with his shoulder Wait, wait, what was the final score of the Pats game? Uh, 23-16? They won it by a bit. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to hear from a local band called EM EMS, I like to call them, but they're called El Mondo Sketchy, and this track is called The Crack. Chances are you heard it here first on the Tony Jones Show. <laughs> Do 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 do
honey, where'd you go? The gentleman kind, we just wanna know. Between the men, where we always shout. What's about Vegas with the fifth of gin? I leaning on the angles for a bit of green. Swingin', swingin' sounds of Royal Crown Review. That track was Hey Sonny, Where'd You Go? off of the album Walk on Fire. Before that, we heard from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. That is some old Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs off of the five-song EP Master. We heard Art Star, one of my uh, one of my favorite older tracks from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And then uh, last time we chatted, I brought you into some locals. Their EMS El Mondo Sketchy. That track was... The Crack, exposing you to some fantastic music. Chances are it's music you're not going to hear anywhere else but on the Tony Jones Show. In studio with me, my co-host, George Garner, and we have two Bobs in studio. Bob and Bob. Spit them out, Bobs. From the McGunks. There's lots of bobbing going on in the studio this evening. So, in my humble opinion, big big year last year for the McGunks, coming into... The new year. What are, you, what are you guys thinking? Some recording, some more big shows, or yeah, for sure, uh, definitely. Uh, outside of the uh, the plunge we're doing uh, after that, week later we're doing a benefit show for our uh, not a benefit, a memorial show for our uh, buddy Joe Zippo, who passed a few years ago. And every year we do a memorial show for him, just kind of keep things alive. You know, I know his, his parents like it, and it yeah, it's it's good it's good remember uh, reminder of remembrance reminder. It's good uh, memorial to him. There you go. <laughs> go. We do that up at Radio in Boston, a uh, new place called Radio in Boston. Uh, after that, we are recording a yeah, week recording later. We'll start to nice. finally start recording. That'll be going good. Get that going on. We're up in up, up in Lowell with the FUs and Dead Aces, <laughs> and then uh, Matinee at Midway. Uh, that's the nineteenth. Yeah, we're playing a, a Midway. Uh, Matinee on the twentieth. Yeah, a couple local shows we do. We're playing with a uh, Hope Anchor. Yep. Down yeah, here in town, that's January the parlor, new place used to be uh, the box, yep. the yeah. penalty box. <clears throat> and, and a funny thing about that show, which I don't think you know yet, uh, my friend Anthony's in a band, a new band called the Babel Rubs, and he booked that show. It's going to be his band's first show, 
So he books it, gets us and Hope Anchor on it, and then he uh, didn't realize that he had to work that night. So, so <laughs> I've then done I'm that. able to play his first show. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they broke up in the meantime. Nope, nope. That would be horrible. <laughs> no, and then uh, January 27th, we're playing with, with Two Cow Garage at uh, PVD Social Club. So no, uh, none of that lame old slowing it, taking it easy for the winter. No, yeah, we. It's funny that you we, were saying we, that we took we, December off pretty much, yeah. except for the Horton Heat show. Yeah, but but we always we always seem to go out more when it's colder. Yeah, I've never understood that. Why? I mean, we're not. Smart. Pref, pref, well, no. What I was <laughs> going to say is this whole. What I don't understand is this concept of taking things off for the winter. I mean, performing is an indoor activity yeah. for the most yeah, part. I mean. The only reason I tend to back off on it is the weather, you know, if it snows, it rains, chance of snow, people won't show if there's up. Even, well, yeah, very yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So, yeah, you, you set yourself up for disaster. Yeah, someone disaster. sees ice in their freezer, they don't have to yeah, yeah. Well, of course, you can stock the club with bread and milk, and then people will... <laughs> We should do that. We should. Open Nobody shop outside of Rhode Island. I just. I think I just had an inspiration. Yeah. I, I think I just did. Bread and milk bar. George Garner's Bread and Milk Cafe. <laughs> so right out, right out of uh, Clockwork Orange. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird here. Is that even if there's possibly a two percent chance of snow, there goes your your draw for the night. It's like people start freaking out. And our draw is minimal anyway. So. <laughs> I've I've seen that even when it's a touring act coming through town. Yeah. You know, this might be the only chance you're going to get to see him this year. And yeah, Led Zeppelin comes from, oh, yeah. oh, well, no, it might be two percent chance of might be cold. I think I saw, <laughs> I think I saw half of a snowflake come down. And, and the odd thing is do. that like snow is not a rare phenomenon in this area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's got an SUV. Everyone's got a stupid SUV who drives around, but no one wants to take it out. Yeah, right. you see them all at the mall, can't back out of no spots, but yeah, they can drive those <laughs> stupid things around. Some of them are scary. I mean, they're. And now they got the cameras in the back, so you don't gonna turn your stupid neck. <laughs> yeah, no, it I just didn't. lets you know what you ran over. <laughs> oh, look at that! That's what I ran yeah, over. Yeah, when, right. when I'm standing next to a car and I'm looking at the wheel hub. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Hope you yeah, can you, come back next yeah, thank year. Thank you. And uh, can we just plug the the Punks for a Princess? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Blogspot again. You, you got the address right in front of you. Punks for a Princess dot blogspot dot com, and we found out that when you when you're go- if you're googling it. As soon as you start typing in punks, uh, punks for a princess will come up on the search engine there. So That's yeah. the most impressive thing. Yeah, yeah. that's not and, easy. And, and if you donate, donate. It doesn't matter. We're all separated into teams, so you can donate to who you want. We're, uh, we're, we're Team McDrunk if you want to donate to us, but we're really just, just donate. It doesn't matter. The money's all going to the same place. So, so I know that there should be a donate button somewhere. Yeah, you right, can right PayPal. There. You can probably do whatever you want. Or just show up uh, at Marley's on the Beach on January 1st. Uh, starts at one thirty. I think we're doing the plunge first, then the music. Oh, so so get there. You can even get there. I think everything starts around twelve. Go in the water about one thirty. So so please come or donate to just help help this cause out. Playing without amount of shrinkage is is gonna be horrible. <laughs> I give you guys all the uh, the credit in the world. We gotta we gotta rock out for the video. Bobby, hit that start button. See the button that says start. Do it. There we go. Bob Willis performing live for you. That actually sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I wish we still had a web- webcam so everybody could see this. Who's calling up angry? <laughs> what is that doing? <laughs> You have right, been... I drive my girl into crazy enough with that shit. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the Tony Jones Show. Thank you, George. You're welcome, as always. Facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show. TonyJones.org is my website. If you're in a local band, Tony Jones at CBGB.net. Give me your tunes. Speaking of such, that's what this band did. They are Reverend Bastine. And uh, what track do I have queued up here? Oh, it's one of my favorites from them. It is called... <laughs> what is it called? I can't see. Uh, it's one of your favorites. You I know. I should know. I know Denver's a liar. It's uh, it's Denver. Big liar. It's it's Denver. Sun- you know, I always think it's Denver surprise for some reason, but it's Denver sunrise, and you're gonna hear it now.
Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.